Welcome to the Home Loan MBA, the show that demystifies the home financing process for all, whether you are buying your first home or are a seasoned investor. This is for you. I am your host, Ivan Aragon. This podcast is for informational and illustrative purposes only. It is not an offer or solicitation for a mortgage loan or any other service. It is not legal or financial advice, even though the host is a licensed mortgage loan originator. Welcome to the Home Loan MBA, where we demystify the home loan process. Today is sometime around Valentine's. You know, you've had that Valentine's dinner. You looked forward to it. Oh, months, weeks. Maybe you didn't have the kids with you. Maybe this was that special first date or first meeting with that special someone. Uh, Maybe you've been around this person forever and you finally made it official. You significant other and yourself are now an official couple. We all treat these things so differently. And what these definitions of even the things I just mentioned are different for everyone, Uh, making it official, how long should it be? You know, there's so many uh, myths and times and blog posts and all kinds of things about it. Uh, But today, if you were in love and you went through Valentine's and said, it's time to make it official, let's buy a house together. Hold your horses, because we're talking about that right now. We're in love Should we buy a house together? All right. So major considerations as you get to this next step. It all sounds amazing. Uh, Buying a house, even without this added step of uh, being in love and doing it with your significant other, is is a great undertaking and something that uh, if you listen to any of my other episodes, you've heard me talk. It's something very personal. It's something that you have to take uh, your own personal biases into consideration and your own personal experience. Do not listen to a lot of the outside voices telling you what you should or shouldn't do, but really get that as as a barometer and get to know your own personal situation. So the same thing here. Should we buy together? It's personal. But now you're in love, right? Uh, And when you start this process, everything seems like it's going to go great, like nothing would ever change. And if you've ever been to a breakup, you know that's not the case. But we get excited and we love it. So let's look at what things you should be looking at. Stepping back here, after you kind of talk this out, what what should I be looking at? Well, let's look at three things. The status of your relationship, having everything in writing, and then looking how it actually works to get the home together with your significant other. All right, let's take one step back and see what does it mean to have home ownership. Now, we've had other episodes on this, so I'll defer to those. But let's go through a couple of main points again. If you go from renting to owning, that means you have complete ownership of the property. So if you're renting an apartment or a house right now and you go and you buy, you know, there's no way you're going to be calling that uh, maintenance number to come and fix your uh, plumbing. 
you have to fix that yourself. Uh, even if you have your own plumbing company that you that you know, you have to call them. And uh, even with the home warranty, there are deductibles and there are expenses that come along with it. The landlord is isn't responsible anymore. You are. Now, when we're talking about just buying a house by yourself or as in a marriage that you're working things together, if you're just in a relationship that you haven't committed to long term, this is something that could bring great strain to the relationship. Who's going to pay for the expenses? Who's going to pay for the repairs? Uh, there's also you're being exposed on your credit, which will cover a little bit more. Uh, and there, there's also major trust that you have to put in, on the other party in a, in a much major way. So it's not just saying, hey, we're buying a house together. Oh, hey, we're going to go buy this, uh, this piece of furniture together. Now you're talking about a major expense that has legal consequences. And again, I'm not giving you legal advice here. Definitely talk to an attorney beforehand. But these are things that you need to consider. Now, let's step back in to the things that we said we're, we're going to consider. Status of the relationship. Again, does this have to do specifically with home loans? No, but something that I talk to my clients all the time. Uh, because you both have to be in it for the long term in this. Does it mean it'll be our last long term? No, we all know that. We could pull up statistics. We could pull anything you want to show that it doesn't work out for everybody all the time. But the initial commitment should be there. Why? Because as you go through this first few phases of home ownership, you're going to have some of those repairs and expenses and, and changes to the relationship. Are you really in this for the long term? And there are times where uh, I have to ask individually uh, to the two, the two parties to know if that's the case, uh, if they really want to go ahead with this. No one wants to be in, in debt that they don't really want or feel like they got sold something. Uh, I think that is one of the worst feelings any of us could have. So consider the status of your relationship. Yes, this is a time for, your, for you to go through that process if you're thinking of buying a house together. It doesn't work the other way around. And yes, uh, people like me will do the loan for you. But we want, at least I want the best for you. So I want something where you're going to feel comfortable and that you're making your decision uh, for you. So just this is a very emotional requirement that doesn't really have to deal with the loan itself, but it will make all the difference uh, in the next few steps. Get this emotional requirement out of the way. Where is the status of your relationship? Where are you personally in that status of the relationship? And where do you feel you're going long term? Uh, and then talk it over with your partner as well. You need to know where each of you stand if you're going to take this big step of buying a home. So, again, emotional requirement, what's the status of your relationship? Figure that out. Define your relationship. Let's get into the nitty-gritty of it. Once you define it that, yes, we're going to go forward, we have a commitment long-term, you need to have everything in writing. And again, I, this is where I recommend that you get uh, legal advice because if you're not married, there are uh, there, you don't have that legal contract between the two of you, and and that exposes you to to different laws, different um, availability of what what if something bad happens. So you need to have these personal agreements in writing. 
If you're both paying into the home, how much are you each respons- responsible? How, how are you, you going to hold each other responsible? Uh, you need to decide how you're going to take title on the property. Uh, and again, that's something that, that requires legal advice. Uh, for example, in some states, you could take title as joint tenants with right of survivorship, which would mean that if one of you passes away, the other one gets title to the home. Now, you may have dependents as well, and you may not want that right of survivorship. So you may want to be joint tenants in common, which means that you would have half of the estate assigned to you, to your own estate, half the property assigned to your estate and be given, uh, depending on the will that you leave and uh, any other arrangements that you have made after your passing. No one wants to really talk about that. Uh, especially when you're in this great moment of we're in love or talking about the future, but this happens and it will take a great toll on your significant other. If you don't make those agreements in, in time. Now who's paying for the mortgage, uh, getting ahead of ourselves on how the home loan is made. Uh, if you're both on the loan, you're both obligated on the loan and to lenders and on paper, uh, it doesn't matter who's paying or who's not paying, you're both obligated or who's paying how much. So this is what you need to know. Between yourselves, who's paying for what, how much, and what is that agreement? And again, how are you going to hold each other responsible? And you need this in writing. And that's why it's important to talk to an attorney. Uh, Because what if you do break up, right? Just I just mentioned earlier that some of you are uh, not the hopeless romantics that are listening, right? But some of you are the skeptics that are saying like, mm, I saw you. I don't know if that's going to last. Right? That that does happen. So who's paying for what? Uh, what if we break up? What's going to happen with the property? Are we selling? Are we? What are the steps? These are decisions you need to make right away. And I know some of you are saying, Ivan, what does this have to do with getting the loan together? Well, let me tell you, it has everything to do with getting the loan together. Because once you sign and you're obligated and your loan funds, you made that legal obligation to pay that money back. And you can't really change that. You can't just really step away without it hurting you financially in any way. And so it's not like, oh, you know what? We moved into somebody's house and we're going to be moving out and ending the relationship. Nothing like that. This is a serious commitment. And I think from what I've said so far, everyone knows I'm making this a serious commitment. Know that it's a serious commitment. That's what everything needs to be in writing. You have to decide who's paying for what, how much, what are you paying for, um, for the, uh, uh, what are you you paying for the utilities, who's paying for repairs, uh, who's paying for upgrades. Every one of those things need, need to be said and need to be stated so that if somebody, for example, is paying the bigger portion and in your relationship, you felt that they that they deserve that bigger portion, uh, you make that agreement, how much that person owns of the property. And that's something that you have to do. Now let's get to the fun part. You think and you want to and you've talked to about all these things, you know, you've you've talked about the status of your relationship. You know you want to go forward together. You know it's time. Let's do this. Let's buy a home. All right. So the process is very similar to any other process. It's just two people buying a home together. 
And as I mentioned earlier, you have to decide how you have how you're going to take title. So major things to look at in the home loan process. You both are going to have to qualify if you're both going to be on the loan. So which means the the credit scores have to be there, your income and your debts. As far as credit scores are concerned, when there are more than uh, two or more people on the loan, we use the lower of the middle scores of of the uh, borrowers on the loan. So let's say your significant other has three scores, uh, 720, 734, and 695. Well, the 720 is the middle score. But if you have a 695, a 694, and a 680, your middle score is 694. Even though your significant other's middle score is 720, the score that is going to be used for pricing your loan, which determines your interest rates, uh, the risk of your loan is going to be the lower of the two. And yes, we've seen it where we have uh, borrowers that that have differences of even 100 points or more. This is something to consider. Now, if you're both going to be on the loan, then you're going to you have to take that uh, into account. One of the other things that sometimes happens is, oh, you know what? But, you know, my significant other can qualify by themselves, but I'm not on it. Well, if you're that significant other that is qualifying by yourself, remember, you're taking on the whole obligation. So should you break up and that other person decides to leave, you don't have any recourse against them. It's your house and it's your loan. So they have to take on that obligation. Even if they decide not to make another payment, well, they could go on without any other problem if you don't have anything in writing that they owe you rent or anything like that. Now, as as both of you get on the loan, you both have to qualify with your income. So this is where uh, it gets tricky because we have to take into account your debts. And for many couples, this is a step that is, is very hard. And they don't really think about until they're sitting in front of me or we're doing uh, a Zoom meeting uh, regarding their finances. Have you shared with your significant other where you are financially? Have you shared what your debts are? What your load your load uh, to income percentage is? Your debt to income is? Have you really shared what your student loans are? What your credit cards are at? There are famous TV episodes of uh, of of, the, of showing uh, this this example. Uh, if you know any millennials that that love How I Met Your Mother, uh, when Lily and Marshall went to buy a house, right? Uh, all of a sudden, all these credit cards came up in front of Lily. Oh, there's a whole episode about that and a whole series of episodes about them buying a home. But that's a perfect example. And it's funny in a TV setting and whatnot, but it happens all the time. People don't talk about finances in their relationship. So when we get to saying we buy a home, you might be thinking, yes, my significant other, yeah, you know, they make this much money, I make this much money, and you know, I, I have my savings. Great, let's let's buy this home together. But you don't really know. So you have to talk it out. That being said, because all those debts are included in your debt to income ratio, they mean something for your qualification. 
So talk about beforehand, know what you're getting into and know what the habits are with your uh, significant other. It, it goes back to that emotional requirement or that status of that relationship is. Do you really know this person? Are you really this in for the long term? Well, it just sounds good to be in there for the long term. Again, this is a major obligation you're getting yourself into and buying a home together. The next step that goes with all those debts is a down payment. Who has the cash for the down payment? And where is that money coming from? And going again to those those, those agreements you're going to have, if if your parents said they're going to give you money for uh, for a home, how much of that, how much are each of you putting in? How much are you giving for this down payment? There's so many questions, and this is why you need to talk to somebody that that deals with this day in and day out um, before you just fill out an application and say, hey, we got approved, let's go buy a house. And before you know it, you're almost signing papers. These are things that you need to decide because once the loan is made again, you have to go be obligated on that loan. If you move out or anything like that, that loan is still yours until that loan is paid off, whether it's through a refinance or through a sale of the property. That loan will be on your credit report until it's paid off. And that's no, there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, it. One of the worst situations there is when somebody says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave this, and I'm sure the other person is going to be continue paying the loan, and all of a sudden they foreclose on the property. Well, guess what? Now you have a foreclosure. Now you're affected on what, what things you can do in the future. If that other person doesn't make a payment, the 30 days late, that affects you. That's on your credit. And those 30-day mortgage slates affect you differently for even refinancing a property. It doesn't disqualify you necessarily, but there are different programs and different lenders uh, apply those differently. But again, you don't need to be in that. You need to know and have complete openness. Well, my friends, the best part about it, though, is when, when people have done all these things that I'm mentioning to you, they're happy. Because they, they made this agreement with everything open, with everything ready, and they're happy. They got their home. They're ready to move forward in their relationship. They're ready to decorate, to make that home however they want it. Because when they were renting, they couldn't do a darn thing to the walls. They couldn't put anything they wanted. They couldn't decorate. They couldn't change the flooring. They couldn't uh, change the bedrooms. All these things that are beautiful about home ownership are there for you. And when these couples get into it and they decorate, they have beautiful homes that uh, just foster everything. Just You just feel their happiness because they did all this, all these things I'm talking about. And they have this great relationship where their finances are open and they've defined where they're at and they have their, per- their agreements of what's going to go on, who's paying what, what happens if something bad happens to one of us, uh, what happens if we decide to break up in the future. Those relationships are the happy ones, and they're the ones that move forward with, uh, with their relationship. And they're just happy to uh, have a home and to grow together in that. So, again, you're in love. Should we buy a house together? Be open about it. Be ready. And get ready for a great journey. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me and, and put it on our, uh, on our show, on our social media, and we'll be happy to answer them. Again, this is Ivan, the Home Loan MBA, and hopefully you had a great Valentine's.
The opinions given here are of the respective host and guests. They are general in nature and do not constitute specific advice. The host, Ivan Aragon, is an employee of P1 Home Loans NMLS 1857499, which has a mortgage broker license in Arizona of 1002194 and a California Finance Lenders Law license of 60DBO117389. The host, Ivan Aragon, is a licensed loan originator in the state of Arizona with NMLS ID 1468842 and an originator license of 1003203 and additionally has his California DBO and MLO license number CA-DBO1468842.